are the gentleman advancing the melanin evolution. So I'm going to kick this round off with why is it difficult to communicate? Fear mm, of rejection. Mm. Not being able to accept the response that you're going to get. So I know I've come to a point where it's like, I'm not going to ask questions. I'm not ready for answers. For. So if I'm not ready for your response, if I can't handle it, I'm not going to ask it until I'm willing to good, bad, or ugly accept that response. People are inherently fake sometimes, and they don't know how to communicate. So... It's complicated because there's a lot that goes into communicating. I've, I've switched drinks, y'all. Just I don't know if that was wise or not. Um, but there's a lot that goes into communicating, and and um, the reason is. Let me give you an example. I like to process stuff because I can, I'm not a just flip off and just like, just start talking and just say whatever comes to my head. I like to sit and process it and think about the logical explanations, but everyone is not like that. Some people, some people process and their response time is different. So an example is my husband likes to talk about stuff in that moment, in that now, and he wants to talk about it right now. And I'm like, I've got nothing to say because there's nothing that I can say that will be positive right now. So let's, let's take a minute. Let's wait. Let's let it boil. Let the emotions come down and then we can start hearing each other. But the, the crazy thing about it is like, even if you take the emotions out, we, when we, most people, when we communicate, we communicate to respond and not to listen. So we don't really hear what the other person is saying. We're just hearing so that we can come back with a response. And I think that's particularly in women. And I think about just like, the households that I grew up in, how they was always, ladies was all, always had a comeback, but you're not even hearing what's being said. So how, why, what's the point in even communicating if we're not getting anywhere, if we're just trying to put the other person down? So you have to remove all of that, all of that negativity and kind of just set your own expectations for the communication. Okay. Yeah, but but what's the timing around that though? Because if if he if he wants to talk about it now and you don't, like where where is the compromise? Yeah, it takes it takes some time. It takes some time because for the longest <laughs> he would just be going off, just be going off, going off, and I will sit there quietly because I, from a child, I don't like confrontation. And so I always shied away from it. And now, and that's why it's on both people because I had to learn as an adult how to go into that conversation, but how to go into it in my own way. 
And so, and he had to learn how to give me some time to process. So we both were starting on opposite spectrums, completely opposite to the point where it was like, we had to have a couple of interventions and then now we're able to, he's like, I know you're not going to respond to me. So, but I'm going to just keep talking. And then we're going to talk about this later. He knows that now. And I'm like, okay, now we can have a conversation. It goes with being intentional. Like she said, you have to listen to know, you know, how you're going to respond without possibly hurting that other person's feelings. Like I'm an overthinker. So before I start asking questions, I come up with, unfortunately, a thousand different scenarios to the question that I've asked. So if I ask you one thing I've had in my mind, like, okay, he can answer this way or he can answer that way. And I have to have some type of response or acceptance of either choice that he made. Now, if he come, you know, somewhere completely off the mark from what I've already thought, then yeah, I'm sitting there like, mm, I don't, I don't know where. But I, I think that maybe you don't need to have your responses ready already. Maybe, That's fair. maybe you could go into it with the mindset. Let me just hear what he has to say. Because when you already have your responses formulated and calculated already, then you haven't even given thought to what he's going to say. And you're not really hearing him from where he's coming from. You're hearing it from your own mind. Or I mean, when he say this, I'm going to come back and say this. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've grown. And again, I, I want... We're working together. We're working together. Bro. Yeah. I don't ask questions until I'm ready for the response. So I'm, I'm trying to get out of that overthinking aspect of my life. <laughs> Do, so in terms of the overthinking, in terms of communication, does the overthinking sometimes create situations that don't exist? Yes. Yes, they do. Which is And how does that manifest itself within the relationship? Um, well, at this point, like we, I've gotten better. So again, I won't ask until I know I'm ready for the response. Um, regardless of what it's going to be so that I get out of that aspect of overthinking and knowing ex or thinking, I know what he's going to say. And in actuality, it's like, girl, just, just sit back, let it manifest the way that it's supposed to. I would be 10 steps ahead of the relationship, but it would really be at step one. But because in my mind, I was already 10 steps ahead then my Bye. expectations didn't line up with what it really was at step one. Mm -hmm. so, so when you're here, you was buying the dress. Picking the venue? I was, instead of picking the entree, you was picking your the venue instead of the entree. Yes. Colors, colors. Col colors sorry, colors. Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> So my example is in, and this is something that I'll go through often, he'll be tired from work, just had like a long week at work. And I'll be like, man, you're not paying my attention. 
my, like, he not attracted to me. Like, what can I do? You know, how can I spice this up? Like, and it, it'll have nothing to do with me. It'll just be the fact that it's been a rough week. But I can take that and I can run with, oh, is he talking to somebody else? Like, he don't want this no more? And I've, I've been there. And then, like, I mean, he'll be like, no, it's just work is hard right now during COVID. I'm like, but we home, I'm home all, I'm thinking I'm home all the time. So I should be, like, front and center in his mind, not even considering what he could be going through because he's not home and he's out dealing with the craziness that's in the street. But that was something like, because I didn't like the way he was coming in at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, well, it must be something. And we got to talk about this. I don't, I don't understand. So let me ask this question. Where, what were some of your influences like growing up, right? As a girl, to a teenager, to a young lady, to a woman? Like, what were some of your influences that made you or where you learned some of the things and the behaviors that you are demonstrating now as a woman? Like, were, who, who had a help in classically conditioning you um, for how you are, I don't want to say behaving, I don't want to necessarily say performing, but how you are navigating this journey through womanhood? Like, who, who gave you that? How you are, how you are. I I mean, it usually all starts at home, right? Um, And I know that I heard some of the ladies saying where just people, different people come from different situations. But so I had my mom and my dad in the home. And what I found was for me, my expectations were so high of men that I was expecting them to be my dad and or to do what my dad did for me. And that's unrealistic because it's a different type of relationship. So I would find challenges in that area. So I had to reevaluate what the different relationships look like and realize that these men aren't my dad. Mm-hmm. When, so what was the turning point for you in that situation? Like what made you realize that um, I have this unrealistic expectation and instead of treating them as who they are and taking them for what they can provide, like where meeting them where they're at. Like what, what, what made the light go off? Like, yo, Tiff, relax. So maturity and to start seeing outside of myself. And that when you're talking about relationships, we're talking about two individual people, two different people from two different types of backgrounds and to understand that their experience is going to be different than my experience. And I can't have this expectation of him being my dad when he's not, he's not my dad. Um, I spent a lot of time and so I know I can't say that word um, but I spent a lot of time putting effort into being different from some of the women in my family and the way that I went about it was not conducive. So I would say, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to be like that. But 
when you say that, that's what you still attract. So I had to learn how to change my words and my thoughts to what I want and who I want to be and forgive myself for, because that was a huge part. That was a very, very big part. I had to forgive myself for all of everything, right? All of the bad decisions, all of, um, you know, the things that had happened and start fresh because I was like, all this energy that I'm putting into not being like them, I'm still kind of, I'm still being like them because that they're at the forefront of my head. So I had to completely erase all of that, love them for who they are, but take them out of my formula of who I am as a woman. So I think I can echo a little bit of what uh, Chrisella is saying, but for me, um, that turning point was, as I've gotten older, I've been able to, to communicate with my mother, or not communicate, but uh, my mom has been a little, <laughs> she's been a little more transparent with me as I've gotten older. So things that I may have um, had an understanding of may not have been what was really going on. So she's been able to um, enlighten me on some of the things that I may have thought was going on when I was younger and that really wasn't the case. So we've, we've really been able to have some really good conversations um, probably within the last five to 10 years where it's like, okay, I need you to know what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. What is it that you saw growing up that you may have felt wasn't what you wanted, but what is it that you do want? Not so much of just making sure I have the opposite of what was going on. Because my parents divorced when I was young. So for me, it was, okay, my dad is involved in my life, but I just want to make sure that whoever it is that I'm dealing with doesn't have some of the characteristics that I felt as though were negative um, regarding my father. So for example, consistency and time management. If you tell me to be somewhere or we're going to do something, if something changes, just let me know. Don't just let me be out here waiting around and my time is just dwindling away. So that's something that I've had to, as an adult, communicate. So if, if things are going to change, I need you to communicate that with me so that it's not now I'm upset and you don't understand why because it's like, well, we're still doing it. It may just be an hour or two later. So, yeah, it's just evolution and transparency for me. So funny story. Um, my, my mom and my dad were not together, but growing and my mom remarried my, my stepfather who they got married when I was about five, but my mom always still, still had a lot of love for my dad. Like, and she would tell me things like, you know, if he just wouldn't have cheated, we'd still be together and we'd be good. And that was like the best person I ever had. And so in my mind, I had this idea that he is this awesome, you know, just great guy. Like, oh my gosh, he's just so much better than the man that we have living in the house taking care of us. And it is. Who knew, right? Um, 
So I braided hair, a, a lot of hair uh, growing up where I always had a lot of money. And I bought my own flight because he lived in New York, in Harlem, 125th Street in Lexington. So you bought my own exact, flight you out there. Exactly dress. Yes, it was in it because my mom's a New Yorker. So, you know, I'm, I know all about that. I'm, so I bought my own flight, went out there, and he was like, you know, he came and picked me up. He's like, yeah, you know, he's taking me around, showing me some stuff. And I was probably like 16, 17. So I'm feeling myself a little bit, you know. He was like, yeah, we're going to go to the movies. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to see a movie. And we pull up at the movie theater. And he's like knocking on the back door, waiting for someone to come let us in. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me I ain't been out here in how long? I done paid for my own flight. The, I got money in my pocket. I'm going shopping. And you can't pay for me to get in the mood. Now I know it's more expensive in New York City. I mean, they like Happy Meals was like $7 back then. But I mean, you can't pay for me to go to the movies? Oh, no. So that is that that was that turning point when I was like, Mama, you crazy. Like, you got to be on a whole different level that I can't even fathom right now. So I was like, you know what, Dad? Nah, you know, I'm cool. I'm going to skip the movie. Um, let's, you could take me back to my cousin now. I'm good. I think as like, and this is just from my experience, and this is probably one of the realest statements that I'll say on in this setting tonight, but I don't think that as Black women, we are properly taught how to love ourselves. And because we're not taught how to love ourselves, as we get older, we're trying to chase that and find out how to love ourselves. And once we do, then we're trying to redefine what it is that we really want and what we really feel and what we really deserve. And once we get to that place, then we start reevaluating ourselves for who we are. But we're not taught that from generation to generation. We have no idea. We have no idea what that looks like. We don't know what it feels like. And I think that is part of the issue that even sometimes when you have a man that genuinely loves you, you're scared of, some are scared of it or they push it away because it feels different. It feels weird. Yes. What are some things that would prevent you from loving your mate? T Tiffany had to readjust herself, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to go on mute and I'm going to let y'all. I would say infidelity, finding going to be one of the biggest um, fights um when i we both had we had premarital counseling and our pastor said your first argument will be about money those are probably one of the two of the biggest hang-ups with and that's just human nature you want to feel loved and you want to have a good life and that includes having money so i'm not going to say it's going to make or break the deal no one has to make there's no competition between you know the man has to make more um but um, it's like, it, you give or take. So, you know, I can't be doing all the work 
and you're not putting some forth some type of effort. So whether if you're stacking on the money side, you got to have some type, you got to bring something else to the table, brother. So I'm going to take it internally. Okay. If I cannot love myself, I cannot love my mate. Okay. There is no way possible. I cannot see outside. I cannot love outside of myself. So if I have not been taught how to love properly within myself or love myself properly, I can't express that externally, right? And I can't have an expectation of someone if I'm not there yet. I'm I'm 38. I'm just now getting to that place of learning to love myself unconditionally, to be able to give and receive love in exchange. Uh, proper, what I consider to be proper love and I think someone said that their parents were married 40 years Mom, mine have been together I'm 38 my parents have been together 45 years but that still doesn't mean that they taught me properly how to love and here I am 38 almost 40 just now learning the pieces of what that really feels like to me or what it should look like and I like to just elaborate a little bit because just because somebody, even old school people, uh, back in the day, stay together through thick, they truly through thick and thin. Um, you know, if it was um, any type of um, domestic issues, they still stuck it out for some reason. Um, it's I just think part of, I think part of that, however, is, you know, back in the day, people had limited options and opportunities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like you, you have people that have been together, you know, 40 years, 30 years, 50 years, and there was probably some significant turmoil and turbulence mm-hmm. in their relationship. They'll, they'll, they, they, they may not disclose it because they don't want to relive it because it was right. that bad, but they stayed together because that's what you had. Sometimes it's all about survival. It was back then it was survival. Is yeah. Survival. It. Yeah. Survival. Mm-hmm. Right. More, more so than more so than, you know, we're building this great relationship together. It was really about survival. And especially as you, you talked about finances earlier, Ashley, uh, people will stay together for finances, you know, because two is better than one, two bank accounts is better than one. And some people will, uh, will separate because of finances, because if one feels they're carrying more share of the weight, the financial burden and responsibility that, you know, they might, they might get, they may get strained and draining over time. So I, I, I understand it, but I, like, I, I appreciate the folks that have been married for that long and have been in a, a committed, devoted relationship for that long. However, I also believe like realist, realistically, I'm sure most hit, hit a patch where it was like, yo, what what am I doing here? I just think now people have more outs. I'm not saying that's the right thing, though, but I think people have more outs. Loving your mate and choosing to love your mate is a choice. So I have to continually, day after day, year after year, make the choice to love you regardless of what is going on. And I think that in my research and 
you know, the time that we spend talking with our pastor and just reading different Bible plans and things like that, that has been the common denominator in making it through those rough patches. If I can choose to love you another day and you can choose to love me, then we can continue this fight and we can make it through so much. It's not something that comes easy by any means. And it's not the popular way to go in a relationship, but it takes that guesswork out of it. And it's like, okay, if we are both making this choice to continue to love one another, then let's talk about what we need to do to move forward. What can we do to get through this financial situation? What can we do to get through this infidelity? What can we do to get through this miscommunication? You know, do we need to go see someone? Do we need to talk to someone? And they have a lot of people, and I know married people that will never go sit down with someone and talk about their marriage. But if you're choosing this marriage, then you should choose to do what you have to do to continue to make it work. That's kind of my go-to because I cannot expect for you to stay the same person that you were when we were 20 years old, partying all day, having a good time. You know, I can't expect that of you when you turn 50 you might change. Like on power, you know what I'm saying? When Ghost was trying to better himself and, you know... Tasha won't try to hit that shit. Tasha won't try to hit that shit. But but it's... (laughs) I know it's a silly example, but it's true. If this is your husband and he is choosing to do this, love him anyway. I, I don't think there should be... Maybe aside from abuse that almost anything else you can love through? Um, I respectfully disagree um, just because um, there's some things that you just don't want to put up with. I I don't tolerate foolishness very, very well um, with anyone, not even let let alone my partner. So um, I'm good. the old saying that you'd be bad by yourself and I could do that. Could you date or love someone whose spiritual beliefs were different than yours? Absolutely not. No. No. Because we need something to carry us through. Right, right. Can I push you a little bit? Push. Go ahead, push. Uh, What does carry us through mean? And does that mean what you believe religion-wise? Um, in, in my example, I would not even go past the talking phase with someone that does not have my same beliefs. We can't move forward, um, because that is where my strength comes from. And if you can't. (laughs) where my help comes from there we go and if you can't be there on if you can't be there with me and doing my weak points and help me to to come back to where i need to be then what are we doing 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna push one more time. Mm-hmm. So we believe the same thing and we practice the same religion, but we have some fundamental dis- disagreements or some fundamental differences on certain things within the religion, religious context. For example? So, okay, great. So for, so for, so for example, you know, and this is, you know, this is uh, anecdotal, of course, but uh, women in some churches, women aren't supposed to hold uh, positions of power in the church. You believe in the same thing, but the laws of religion are different. Right. And and so, and it just depends on what those laws are. So, for example, the part of the Bible that says you're not supposed to have any tattoos and permanent markers on your body. We can work through that. We, we can, we can figure out Okay. So that, so that's something that. where a compromise could. Right. Right. Uh, you ain't got to get no tattoos. I got mine. You know, we're done. Uh, moving on. They're not going anywhere. Let me, but, let me, let me get in. Let me get in my Fox News hat. Put on my Fox News hat. Right. I'm mad. You know, what if it is about <laughs> uh what is it what what if it's about pro-choice? You know, pro pro-choice versus right to choose. Or, you know, what what if it has something to do with that? Where where in religion it's saying one thing. That is a, in my opinion, that is a discussion that happens very early on. And if that is where we, just depending on the extent of the, of the disagreement, this might not be for you, baby. So, so potentially that could be a deal breaker, even within the context of, I believe what you believe, you believe what mm-hmm. I believe. I Are see this scope of the world differently. But are you talking about before or during marriage? No, I'm, well, it could be before. I think the conversation probably needs to be had before, but just let's just say for the sake of argument that uh, you all never had that conversation before, right? And you go, you go down and do the do, and you are in a committed relationship. And he, he says that, hey, uh, I uh, don't believe in a woman, a woman's right to choose. I think that's an early on conversation. And depending on, you know, that woman's belief will determine how they move forward. But what if you're so over heels, head over heels in love and like the list of questions that you think you need to cover, you just forget because he's just like, uh, like Aaliyah said, he rocking the boat. He working it in the middle. He's doing everything but, that, like Joe, everything your man wouldn't do, he would right? Do. He's and he's but, and he's and you're there, and then all of a sudden, issue. okay. But that's okay. the issue because that's the type of stuff that comes back later mm-hmm. after you're invested and causes turmoil. It can be something like that. <laughs> pro-abortion versus pro-life, you know, that may, that may be a, a, a conversation that you may not have in the dating phase, really. Let's just say I got, you know, I have kids and you don't, and you have kids and I don't, and we just have like fundamental uh, differences in that regard. We believe the same thing, but that's something that's, you know, is it, is it, is it really a deal breaker? 
if he's doing everything else that you enjoy, but his his either political belief or spiritual belief is different than yours, but it didn't come up until damn, you know, y'all were talking about going to Jared, finding you know, wedding bands and stuff. If you are comfortable as a woman, you can live with that um, difference. Then you have, but you have to be be sure that that's not something that's going to cause hindrance down the line. Yeah, I think it goes back to being honest with ourselves. Like, even mm -hmm. if it comes up at whatever process or whatever uh, part along the process it comes up at before we make that sound decision, be honest with myself. Am I really okay with this? If the answer is no, then I might need to reevaluate this. Regardless if he, you know, doing everything else, uh, you know, what 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 you guys just said he working or he doing everything else right okay but i need to be honest with myself and once i'm able to be honest with myself and it goes back to being able to love myself properly how much value does this have to me and if it has enough value that i can say okay tiffany this is a deal breaker let's be honest about this and then mm -hmm. I need to reevaluate that situation because I honor myself enough and I love myself enough to choose Tiffany first before anything else. And again, we don't, we're not taught that as black women in the black community. And that, I'll just further elaborate um, that even if he is putting it down, all that mess, um, if you are not spiritually or emotionally connected you don't want no parts. You don't even want that man to touch you. Like if I, if, I mean, if there's things that there's puzzle pieces me missing, don't, don't even look my way. I have, I've lost that connection with you. And I, and I got to the, I had to get to the point where someone being spiritual was not enough for me. I needed somebody that is going to worship with me in the house of the Lord. Because you had a lot of spiritual men. And they're like, oh yeah, I believe. Hey, you want to go to church with me? Nah, I'm good. So holler at me when you get back. I'm be home watching the game. That wasn't enough for me. And so right. I had to make that decision that that was something that was very important to me. Even if I'm not in there every single Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, you know, I need somebody that is going to be there getting that word with me. You know what I'm saying? being invested as I am. And ironically, I did not tell my now husband this. I never spoke it. I never said it. But it was something that I knew. And slowly but surely in the beginning, he started wanting to go more than I did. And he built his own relationship with my pastor and started cooking for him, of course, you know, his stuff, you know, so he did his own thing, but it was something that was very, very important to me. And there would have been no next step if that did not happen. So like, she, like Tiffany said, if it's value, that's something that you care about then you need to stick with it. Okay. Good answer. 
so we talked about you know being equally yoked spiritually compatible mentally on the same page when we're having conversations and expectations um so now i'm going to push and ask the question is sex important in a relationship I mean, short answer is yes, it's important. Yes, it's important. <laughs> so I would use a word that is forbidden at this point, but it's an E word. <laughs> and if there is energy, the right energy, then I just feel like it's just gotta be, the sex has gotta be good. Like it just can't, it can't be bad. If we are, if that exchange, exchange a different e word, if the exchange is is there, so it's so overall it's important. Yes. Yeah. So overall. could could you date someone? Hold on, hold on, hold on, brother Jay, hold on, brother Jay. No, don't, don't, no, nah, no, nah, we gonna let him off the hook this easy. That's fair. Okay, so we using e words according to Tiffany. What if it's a lack of an e word? In, in in the case, is sex important? He's in the friend zone. Blue. <laughs> there it is. In the friend zone, brother Jay. See that and then they wonder why we out there in these streets taking these blue pills. <laughs> so so that leads to my next question. Could you date someone who is sexually incompatible with you? Mm. No. I know I couldn't. <laughs> no. No. I, I'm sorry. I had to think about like past experiences. No. It's They're not. in the brother zone, brother Jay. <laughs> they in the brother zone. They're in the Uber Eats zone. Bring me my food. <laughs> Leave it on the doorstep. Take a picture. Send it to me. Let me know you delivered it. We'll Deliver you cold stones, please. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. So, okay, so the gist is no. Ashley's still debating, it seems like. I reserve the right not to comment. Okay, that's fair. You got two more left. Um, <laughs> so could, could the incompatibility be changed through teaching? Or are you at a point I in your life, or are you at a point in your life like, uh-uh, I'm, I, you should have learned that before you got to me? Well, I think that can be, I think they can be taught. I think a man, well. Look, if people point, can learn like, via homeschool, if people can learn via homeschool on the internet, you can't tell me that people can't be taught, right? I feel like they can because at some point, you know what you like and they know what they like. And if you haven't. Do they, do they know? Why don't you? Do they know? If you know what you like for yourself, if you know what you like, you should for yourself. talk about. That's an assumption because they may not have had that experience. Yep. And yep. so my question is, right, could you date someone who is incompatible with you in that aspect? And the next part, semicolon, are you willing to teach do you have the patience to teach, or you're saying, little boy, you should have got that before you came to me? I see I you with the grandma. I see you with the grandma, boy. See what I, did? I, think, I think love love comes in many shapes and sizes and smells, blah. blah. Um, there are people who are handicapped, 
I mean, who you can still fall in love with. Do they deserve love? Absolutely, yes. Um, people who are cancer survivors who may or may not have that going for them, but they have other things going for them. So I don't know. That's why I just rather not comment on that, just because it's it, a very thought-provoking question, and I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, that's fair. I don't want to feel. I don't want to sound insensitive. Um, it could very well happen because you never know what life's going to throw at you. That's fair. So initially, going back, I'll take that into consideration. And mm -hmm. I'm saying initially, like, forget what could potentially happen down the road. Like, right now in this moment, if you know you meet a brother named Peter and Peter is incompatible with you in that aspect, would man, you continue? Name, man. Peter. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? <laughs> could, you continue, <laughs> could you continue to talk to, get to know, try to get a title and form a committed relationship if Peter is incompatible? Yo, Tiff shaking a hard no, Incompatible man. forever? At that moment, right? We're not talking about the teachability. We're not talking about, you know, what can be learned. Let's say Peter, let's say Peter is, his family was highly religious. And so Peter. Hey, brother Jay, are you looking at these faces? I am. I'm, I'm cracking up. <laughs> Ashley ain't even looking at the camera. She's looking to the left. The blinds. He can hang blinds, right? But nothing. Uh, that brother going to be at Cold Stone all alone. <laughs> all alone. All by myself. <laughs> I'm gonna do a hard pass. <laughs> Peter's got to put it down. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> his name is Peter. He got to put it down. He's got to put it down. I think, yes, he needs to put it down. But what if he doesn't uh, know what that means? need to know his name. However, what you mean that you don't know? I'm confused. Wait, what? Oh. Come out, come out of your world of assumption. So everyone's not going to be in the same level that you're going to be in, in terms of a compatibility. Like everyone's experiences are going to be different. So say you meet somebody yeah. who who was highly religious, right? And the only woman he touched was Little Debbie because he had to open the wrapper to eat the snack. <sighs> and he was by himself. But every woman is different, right? So and every I'm, woman like, has different needs. So I mean, if I can explain a few things and you catch on then it is possible so what's the learning curve like what's the time like what's the probationary period like you got 30 days 90 days 30 days at the most you got, you got a grading period you got one grading period to bring this grade up he on a 10-day contract okay okay he on a 10-day contract let me take a sip let me take a sip oh gosh <laughs> okay <laughs> Does he have to? Does he have to go? Does he have to go straight from the preseason into the pros? Wait, wait. Into the All Stars. Let me just throw this out here. Let me just. We can semi pro it. There are a lot of men that think they is it. Yeah. Like baby, I know I got this, and they don't have a damn clue. Brother Jay, everybody gives a hard no at the same time. And a hard Agreed. yes and a cheers at the same time. I've been seeing so I'm patterns like, and behaviors, patterns and behaviors. Because uh, Peter 
may have been watching some other stuff that gave him a false idea of how this actually worked. Or somebody could have lied to Peter. <laughs> right. Bam. So, baby, Peter, hey, Peter, Pete, Pete, my homie, that don't work for me. What if Pete, what if Pete, he was like watching like Wesley Pipes or something like that's that? That's what you know I'm what saying? saying. That's what I'm saying. He watching that. He thinking that's the way to go. Baby, that ain't real. Right. <laughs> the woman ain't never satisfied over there. It's a teachable moment. But let me, let, now that I will, I will tell you, I will show you some stuff that you can read and you can learn. Like I'm a, bi I'm a biology person. I, I love the human body. I love all of the aspects that make a woman a woman. Me so too. I will tell you. <laughs> you. You and me both, we agree on one thing tonight. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> I will tell you, you know, how this works. Now, what you do with that information within, I might give you less than 30 days because you got the show growth. I, I'm from the 7-5, so in the in the Immortal words of Allen Iverson: Practice. Do I get a do do do, do we get a practice? Do we get a practice, or it's got to be about a game? We talk about we talking about a game. We talking about practice. Can he get? Do we get practice, or it's got to be no practice? Nah. You gotta be game ready. Game ready. Game you ready. Take, you better go read that book and that info, and come back ready to get in the game. Well, we well, well, we are the game recognized game podcast with our <laughs> and Kev. You know what women want? <laughs> no practice. <laughs> That's what women want, brother Jay. No practice. So they got to come ready to go. Like you got to come suit up. Don't come in your breakaway warm ups. This this ain't what it is. <laughs> this ain't no. This ain't Not no trial. Breakaways. Coming <laughs> <laughs> like, in that joint like Jordan and Pippen before the game. This game ain't time. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. We ain't doing none of this. I need you. I need you square this ain't, this ain't preseason. This is the finals. You playing a Damn, man no defense. practice. Straight to the finals. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Uh, no suicide drills or nothing. No touch the line. Just straight into it. Like, you're not even going to give him a 24-hour period. To, I you, gave him a book to read. It's blue pills and Romans help. <laughs> they, you know them Romans commercials, Brother Jay? Okay, but blue pills and them Romans commercials. interpretations of books. So you, you got to give them a little, a little time. Like, okay, you can't just jump right into like, oh, no, this is it. It's over. It's done. Because like, you, you know what could, this is what could happen. This is what could happen. You are equipping him for the next person. Yeah, but I'm not about to teach you everything and then we don't work out and then you go try that on the next one and then you the man. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not. But what if you teach everything and he excels in it and he stays? Well, that's great. Uh, that's that awesome. They don't look like they willing to teach a damn thing. No. Brother Jay, like, but like, but like they said, like in the moment, it might be completely different. I might say, like Kev said, "Hey, to the left, no, yeah. flip it. No, I want you to flip yo, that. Yo, other left. Yo, what was the Strictly Business movie, ma'am? Oh, I'm, I'm out of old head in the group. Strictly Business, right, left, right, <laughs> hump, half hump, hump." <laughs> So let me ask this question. Let me well, let me ask this question. Be a drill sergeant. 
Brittany said he has to be willing to learn. And if he willing to learn and show a learning curve and try some stuff, then we can talk. But if you think what you watch on them videos is it and you the man, then you go be the man for somebody else, my baby. So let me put, let it. me ask this question. What if it was flipped? What if they told you you were incompatible? Women don't like to hear that. Why not? Y'all don't have a problem saying that to a man from, from what we're hearing. I'm saying, I'm not, I didn't say me. I said women. <laughs> that is my co-host right there, man. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You like the Wu-Tang up in this joint. You're like a gangsta. I said women do not like to hear I'm just that. asking, right? Because if you're saying, if you're saying Brother Peter is incompatible, what if he goes, nah, you're the one that's incompatible. I need you to turn and around, I flip it, well, and reverse And I very it. well could be, and that's okay. I very well could be. And how would you receive that? How would you receive that? Everything's not for everybody. I, I know I'm not for everybody. And that's Is that okay. what you would say? Absolutely. You'd be like, oh, okay, well, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm not for everyone. I'm not for everybody, and that's okay. You, that's what you would say in that moment. Okay. Absolutely. All right. He put, so he put you in the sister zone and went to Cold Stone. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to take somebody else to Cold Stone. <laughs> okay. Brittany, what was you gonna say? <laughs> so I'm, I'm okay. So this is our first experience, and then we're finding out that things aren't really going as planned. It's I didn't say that. Planned. I just said, I just said incompatible. So whether it's your first, whether it's your third, whether it's like you know what, this is the seventh time, and 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 shit, and cold water is still wet. Like I'm trying to figure this. Like why ain't nothing changing? Okay, so if nothing is changing, then yeah, we have a problem. Then evidently we're not for each other. But if this is like, you know, we've tried to figure out what works for each other. We've said, you know, this is what I like. This is what, you know, he said what he likes. If we can't get past that, then no, it's really no point in us continuing this. But okay, great. That was, that was the first question. We passed that. My second question was... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> My second question was, what happens, like, how would you respond? What would you feel if you were told that you were the one that was incompatible? We're like, uh-uh, you know what? I've had better. Just, this is what I need you to do. Like, what, and what I haven't been able to accept that, and I haven't been able to... I'm asking how would you respond? <laughs> thank, thank you, Chriselle. Like... <laughs> That so in the is the question, roommate. Yeah. Let me take a sip. Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, if you're told, mm -mm, nah, Brittany, that, that ain't it. I don't know what that was, but that ain't it. What you just did, that ain't cutting it. How would you respond as a woman? Because Tiffany, I think Tiffany said it, or so, Ashley said it, y'all don't like to be told stuff like that. So, I'm, look, Brittany, I got you. I got you. <laughs> she needs to phone a friend or something. She just stuck. I got you. So, look, I can tell you that her and I have been told this ain't it. That's real. Thank you. Am I lying? Okay, true. thank you. So... At that point, depending on how much you value, ooh, that V word, see how I brought that back up? How much you value that person, you will adjust to being 
to finding out what it is that he needs. And if, I mean, you know, everybody has their stuff. You know, I'm not putting a stripper pole in the middle of my bedroom. So if you want somebody that got a stripper pole in the middle of the room, maybe you should go find somebody else. But if there are other things that you want that we can, that I can make happen that's within my means, hey, let me know. I sure will. Okay. Ashley, you but have readjusted that's yourself. That's a C word that has <laughs> to happen. <laughs> that's a, that's it's a C, C word. word. <laughs> it's a C word, yep, because can't say that C word anymore. <laughs> Ashley, you have readjusted yourself uh, seven times. Her eyes have got big. Too, <laughs> they have Look got at big her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your thoughts? Um... So we're still talking about if the woman's incapable or something like that. I didn't say incapable. What if you are deemed as incompatible with your partner? You're the one. You're the, you're the reason why. Well, I need to work on myself then. Sounds like it. That's how you would just respond, just like that. Like, oh, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna take that. You ain't gonna take that like that. Like a G on the chin, like that. They gonna take it in a moment, and then know, you know they'll do that. <laughs> They're going to come home. They're going to take the frozen chicken out the freezer right then yeah. and there and be like, this your dinner. They're going to hit that junk with a hammer first. And then put I it guess, on I guess it's incompatible for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. As you, say, as you say, I ain't never had that problem. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, as Christelle said, yeah, at some point someone did tell me, like, nah, this ain't working out for me. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what is it that did not work for you? So I know what mm -hmm. needs to be changed. Yeah. So did you did you I'll feel say, like so what was it? Uh yeah, basically. I'll, I'll, I'll say I I went on um I'm going on a couple of dates where um we'll go back to the um shy brother comments or so-and-so, you know, I would think that, you know, there are, I'll use one gentleman in, in particular, had a wonderful time together, you know, went to dinner, great conversation, XYZ, um, planned a follow-up date, never happened because the guy was just basically, um, he was shy and I, I don't want to put that against him. So he just, there was no follow-up. So I need the, the aggression has to be there. The interest has to be there. And so in my mind, I don't think I'm incompatible. I'm just like the brother just not interested. So n neither am I. So you see how she flipped that brother, Jay? She flipped that. She flipped that and still put that, it that. on him. She flipped that and still put yeah. it on him. He's not interested, but neither am I because he's not interested. You saw that? So let me let me ask this question then: Does sex complicate relationships? I think obviously. Short answer: Yes. Short answer was yes. Long answer is. It'll make you. Yeah, it'll make you stay in something that is absolutely not for you. Sin, sin will make you stay longer when you're. Or think you're in something that you're really not in. So you think you're in a relationship when not actuality, you might just be in a situationship there, homie. Or it could be just that 
that need is being fulfilled by someone else. Like this need is being fulfilled. So I'm not necessarily in a relationship. I'm just getting my need fulfilled. Like I'm. And does that need trump everything else? Stop using that word. Does it 45 everything else? (laughs) (laughs) Does it 45 everything else? You know, blow it to hell. (laughs) What need? If 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 it's if it's good in the sack, but you got bills on your back. Honest answer. Are you at stadium? short answer um there was a point in time in like 20s where that was it now in 30s that is nowhere near as important and then you have people that base everything on that and things change when you're in like a legit relationship like living together you're working it's not that you have other priorities than when you're in a situationship and you just hit them up when you need that need met but when you are your everyday living there's other things that need to happen and if you're not in there if you're not assisting with all of those other needs then you really have no purpose you have no foundation mm. yeah i got bills up there. i gotta get up and go to work i need to be able to like my mind has to be good and there's only so much that that can do so a paycheck and health insurance is more important than the, what's going yeah. on in the sack hell yeah oh, I, or a C word or just spending time together or just being able to talk about your day or, you know, having somebody to confide in is a whole bunch of other things that you need besides just the sack. Agree. Yeah, can he meet a need that I have individually versus just being able to meet a sexual need. Hmm. What is that face, Ronald? So what I'm hearing is Yeah, brother Jay, I'm I'm a I'ma put myself on mute. Cause I, I know what I say, it ain't gonna be right. Whatever I say not gonna be right. So what I what I'm hearing is that it's important for you all to be compatible. Um, but that it can't just be that, or if Correct. he is compatible, if he's meeting another need, it's okay. Is that what I heard? If he's incompatible and can meet another, is that what you're saying? Mm-mm. Yes, that's okay. incorrect. What if your bills are paid? Health insurance, you got that good Kaiser plan. Uh, Car paid for. And you got an umbrella when it's raining outside. Because, no. And he's paying for your college degree. No, because someone else will be filling that need. He'll be doing all of that. And at some point or another, someone else will be filling that. 
that so what I'm hearing, so what I'm hearing is if particular needs aren't met, that opens the door for cheating. It could. Unfortunately, yeah. Would it be justified? No. In your mind, it's justified. The person that, that's not receiving that need, of course, in your mind, it's justified because you've now fulfilled it with somebody else. You're like, well, it's justified because you weren't doing it, so I found somebody else that could. But in the end, no, it's not justified. <laughs> like a lot, y'all don't seem y'all don't seem too much different than the brothers. <laughs> oh, I didn't do that as Chriselle did. Sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, I can think like a male as well. I think it just depends on the person where they are in that particular time because it there was a time in my life where I could care less about your paycheck and your health insurance plan. That wasn't my that wasn't it. That wasn't your way in. Now as I am in my late thirties, that is it. Mid thirties, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Mid thirties, that is more important so you have to know what is more important to you all right so would you stay in an unhealthy relationship because that particular need is being met hello no Sex is just being met. That's it. It's a no for me. I just, I've been there, done that. I make sure I got clarification. The only need that's being met is sexual. Correct. That's yeah, it. I've been there, done that. It's a no. That's it. Nah. Yeah. And I'm a grown up. And I'm a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so your 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 perspective changes over time. No, like I said earlier, um, I don't want you to touch me if I'm not there with connect with you any other way. Don't don't even bother. Don't put right. your hands on me. Don't put your go hands. Go to the bathroom and do what you bring the take the lotion with you and do what you got to do, but don't touch me. Bloody, have and so this this brings like a whole sidebar. And jerkins. <laughs> a whole sidebar is I I think that is why when women cheat it's for a whole lot more and it's a whole lot more emotional than when men cheat. Because we, it cannot just be for that. They have to tap in in another dimension, in another need, in order to get there. Come on, if they're in a committed, if they're in a legit committed relationship, they have to take another way in. And it's usually emotional. And dimension it's usually emotional. Word. That's a D word. Dimension. So, so are you saying that? Men don't cheat for emotional reasons. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> men don't cheat for emotion. Most, 
don't cheat. What? So what I hear you saying is that <laughs> no, you, oh, I didn't I say it. Too. Oh, I can you do it too. You said it, but you were the one talking, not me. <laughs> Man, I didn't say anything about men. I said women need more emotional connection to cheat. Okay, so I'll give my personal experience. When I cheated, it was because we were sexually incompatible. I cheated because... How old were you? Yes, this was a few years ago. And <laughs> since then, I have grown up. Yes. But at the time, that relationship, he was providing everything else. Emotional, all of that. But we were extremely incompatible. So I went to someone else that could Joey. fulfill me and Jody, hmm. and if I mean, ultimately we did fall apart, but I mean, we did. The, the relationship ended. Oh, this isn't this is a non judgmental zone right here, you know. Do you you speak I mean, your truth? I never told him that I cheated, but that is what happened because we mm. were completely incompatible, it didn't work. He did everything else but that, and then you said, you know what, can't do it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. But since then, I've, I have evolved. I've grown. So. No, you like what you like. That's it. You like what you like. That's that's life. Everybody like what they like. So, is there is is it is there hesitation to like get to that part of the conversation? Sorry, I said the c word again. To get you to did. that part of the discussion. Um, about what it is that we are looking for in terms of that aspect, what we like, what we are looking for, what we need. Like, do, do those conversations happen early on, or is it like when we are about to engage in such activities that we're starting to have these conversations, and now I find out that I've wasted the last, I don't know, so many weeks getting to know you because, like, I don't like how you take your socks off. It's in its own time. Like you can have that conversation too early and it kind of changes the direction of the relationship. So I don't want to have that conversation too early on. And then he starts focusing on the sexual part of the relationship. That's too soon. But yeah. if we're in that place of we're making a decision to decision, a D word to be in a committed relationship, then maybe we can start having those types of conversations. But if you do it too early, you're going to change the trajectory of the relationship. Agreed. Agreed. But if, the, if, if one D word is lacking, then you got to make another D word a decision and figure out <laughs> what y'all doing. You still have to have a, a, a discussion, D word. <laughs> a D word. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> could have a, a D word of, discussion. It's a, it's a lot of degrees on this call, brother Jay. We, 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 <laughs> we, we're all using words. <laughs> okay, all right. So, got it. Incompatibility. You can tell others that they're incompatible, but you don't like to hear it back. Got it. Um, we understand. You, allegedly women cheat for emotional reasons and 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 other reasons and other reasons <laughs> but men typically do it for physical reasons according to Chrisale 
Well, y'all the men, do y'all do it for us? Or have you ever done it for other reasons? This is about, about what we This ain't about us. This, this is about, about what women want. All right, we got another show for that. We got another show for that. Oh, we coming back for that show because I'm going to eat them up. Front and center, honey. Front and center. We got another show for that. Let's do it. So in terms of, you know, having these conversations, talking about Yeah, I'm sorry. Discussing, right? Dialogue. Discussion, dialogue. Getting to know each other. Right, using our words to engage in a mutual informational exchange. Um, what are instant turnoffs during that exchange? Too much, too soon. Tell me more. For me, too much, too soon. Um, meaning, it's. It's levels to this, right? Um, If we're at step one, don't push me to be at step 10. Let's progressively get Do I know what step one looks like? Because my step one and your step one could be completely, could be. It could be, but as long as we have a dialogue. D word. About it. Okay. So like, do you sit down and be like, so... We're at step one, and this is what step one looks like to me. I care. Is- Absolutely. Okay. Well, what do we come in at, John? He said, I go zero to 100 real quick, real quick. Interestingly oh. enough, I get those guys, right? Like, I get those guys who are ready to get married tomorrow. And for me, I'm always, no, 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 we got to back, we got to back it up a little bit. But why? Because <laughs> I'm not at step 10. Like it, I need to see all four seasons. Let me see it all. This ain't like love at first sight. This ain't Mm-mm. married at first sight. This ain't married one of those. At first sight. This ain't one of those things. Okay. Mm. And so, too much, too soon. Being on different levels and different pages. What else would be considered an instant turn off within that uh, get to know you phase? Inconsistency. What does that look like? It can look like a a bunch of things. I am how you start is how you should finish. So if you start with within reason, okay, but we're in the get to know you phase, right? (laughs) We're in the get to know you phase. If you text me good night every night, and then there are a period of days, not one day, there are a period of days in which you don't say goodnight, then again, I'm taking that and I'm doing 400 meter sprint and I'm on a whole nother page. Why not ask? Why not ask? Because I'm in the get some note, because I, I say, I will say, I like consistency. I am not afraid of saying that. And I will say, you know, if you are, if this is how we're going to set up, and I'm going to hold myself to the same standard. This is how we're going to set this up. Then, you know, I would like for this to continue 
this particular way. I am. So basically, so basically, if he's if he texting you good morning every morning for ten days straight, then on that eleventh day, maybe he just miss it. And the twelfth day, he missed it. Don't miss no day. No, I'm just That's kidding. Not no practice. No practice. I'll give no you practice. a grace period. I'll give you a grace no period. Then maybe one day I'll text good morning first to see, you know, if you're still alive. And then. Mm. That's that passive aggressive shit. That's petty as hell. Oh, I I didn't. wasn't passive aggressive. I I didn't know your phone still worked. Just checking. Yes. (laughs) I think both men and women. I've grown since then. And so I don't do that now. But in my previous, I was very passive. I told you I was dysfunctional. What what were you going to say, Ashley? Yes, I I think both men and women are guilty of that. So, um, like, you know, say if you wanted to cook for a guy, you don't want to start the first dinner with steak and shrimp and stuff. You know, start low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Start how you want to finish. Start with them so hot, dogs boiled hot, hot dogs. <laughs> boiled hot boiled dogs. Boiled hot dogs. Because he's going to be expecting that all the yes. time. And yes. I mean, we're simple people. We're all cut from the same cloth. Um, and he's, you know, he's going to expect that. I'm going to expect, you know, a certain, you know, type of affection all the time because mm-hmm. you started off that way off the bat. So we're so, because both men oh. and women are guilty of that. too high you know starting off the bat if you're gonna work through lunch you're gonna stay till six o'clock every day that's mm-hmm. just so you just- you're gonna do make some days a three o'clock day mm-hmm. but don't start don't set no bad habits because you're trying to be a superstar at this point still human so going back to the text situation if you've getting a good morning text for like 10 days straight and then all of a sudden you don't get it on the 11th day why not just ask if everything was okay, like, and say, I missed my good morning text. Is everything okay? I think we could ask, but again, I think it's also... But negates everything you just said, just so you know. That's fine. <laughs> but what, again, what does my intuition feel? Like, okay, so if I haven't gotten a good morning text in three days, has something changed? Do I feel like something has changed? Well, why, why wait, right? We're, you, we, we were alluding to the fact that we're older now, we're mature. We are older, and, we are and, mature. And, and we're learning how to communicate. We are, so, but I'm not going to be petty. Something could have happened on day 11. He so why not me. ask? Well, it may not be. something. He could be texting me 10 days straight. That's fine. He could have had a bad morning on day 11. I'm not going to be petty and ask about day 11. But if I get to day 14, something has shifted between 11 and 14. Now there's logic attached to it. 
Not necessarily, right? So at this point, if something happened on day 11 and it's still day 14 and he's still dealing with this, right? Like, the question is, okay, why so not why just... isn't he mature enough to have that conversation that something happened on 11 through 14? Maybe he's still dealing with it and he's not in the space to talk about it yet. Maybe he's then why in the... not? If we are if we are mature adults, maybe have this he conversation. Have the capacity. So have had any type of communication? I was talking about a good morning text. See, I look, y'all gotta understand, brothers. We 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 communicate and we we show our emotions over Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Okay. Anything else, you got to pull it out of us, man. That's, I think so, that's so, so let's say something legit has happened to him and he is in the, he's not in the position to utilize his phone or to communicate or to access you. Like, would no. you like, would you ask questions or would you be like, when he finally returns, oh, you still have my number? Like, like well, when I feel like, that oh, something has shifted, I'm going to have that conversation. When but I why, feel that something has shifted. But why wait until it's like day 14 if you notice that, oh, patterns and behaviors, the pattern has changed. Why not talk about it then instead of now it's a bigger thing? Because I need to be sure that there is a behavior change. But I need to be sure. I'm not going to be petty. Is is asking like, yo, I missed my good morning text. Is everything okay? Is that petty? It could be if it's on day 11. But if it's on on now it's a pattern of three or four days, then it could be. I don't know. He texted somebody else. Good morning. Hey. He could be. So why not just ask? That's what I'm asking. Like, why not just ask the question? I think it could be perceived as being desperate too to some some men too. Ah, so y'all y'all uh y'all got some pride and ego involved as well. Absolutely. On day 11, I'm not going to assume Soon, that's right. going on. That's why I asked if we haven't had any form of communication so, because. Later on in the day, I may be able to ask you, like, okay, so how has everything been going? You know, like, you might feel... So is questioning also assuming? What? Is questioning also assuming, right? If I ask you, hey, you know, I missed my good morning text today. Is everything okay? Is that assuming that something is wrong? Or is that inquiring if everything is okay? First of all, I'm not asking a question like that. Because why? Because I don't want to. I mean, I think I'm just not. So you just gonna create a story in your head? No, no I'm we. Just, I'm just we, gonna say he's not interested, and I'm just gonna. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna make an assumption. I'm gonna yes. go about my day. Okay, yes. so um, because yeah. men make time for what they what want, they to, want make to make time, time more, and who they want every to make time, time more. every time. So what I'm hearing is. <laughs> What I'm saying is, what, what I what I throughout the years with that one, but I just I was I, I wasn't gonna say that I was gonna let you dwell in that because I knew it was coming. What I'm mm. what I'm hearing is that y'all don't ever miss a text. No, that's what Thank you. The silence answered. The silence. No, that's answer. not what we say. No, I'll always yeah. respond. You always respond. Do you respond? Do you respond with, uh, yeah, I'm okay, but I don't want to be bothered right now. So don't expect a response mm-hmm. back from me tomorrow or a text from me tomorrow. I try not to be cold nature with it, but I'll I'll respond back to the person um if I want to. Like there's if I'm one of those you off, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'll respond to you. But we've already established that. 
know, Brother Jay, I don't know if we got a double standard brewing in here in it the midst. I'm not sure, though. Why it's okay. I want you to, I, your messages need to come to my phone every morning like you've been doing, and I'll respond when I feel like it to you. That's what I heard. That's not true. That's not what she said. But it depends on what type of man the woman wants because and what's important to you because you may have a woman that's on the go all day every day and she not she ain't responding like that they are women that ain't me you text me good morning i'm gonna text you back if i'm in class with my students i said hold on y'all well i got the watch now so because i had to put my phone away but i was on my watch and go on about my business but but men are the same way because when men are really really interested and they really chasing you baby they gonna do what they gonna text you and call you and lay out the red carpet and do whatever they have to do and it's not gonna be any excuses that keep them from doing that but like i said how you started is how you have to finish it so if you start with every day i'm texting you good morning and that's our thing, then that is what I expect. And if you can't handle that, then maybe I'm not the one for you. And that's okay. And that is okay. Because remember, we're just in the talking phase. So you need to be doing something that's going to keep me talking to you versus talking to someone else. So Kevin, yes, we have some double standards going on here. You know, um, I, I, I'm not the sharpest tool in the drawer, brother Jay, but you know, I. Hey man. I mean, just do every other day or something. Dang. Every other like, day. <laughs> no, nah, brother, work. brother said good morning three days straight, and I skipped out on the fourth and the fifth day, and now I'm the problem. I'm the brother. I'm the brother. <laughs> I'm the brother. I'm the brother at yeah, we have a problem, but I mean, it just because you haven't told me good morning today doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to cancel you out. Exactly. I mean, are we having any form of it communication? Could any other conversation. So let's say we're still having conversation throughout the day, but I forgot to see you send you GM. Then that's different. First off, don't send me GM. That That's the problem already. Use your words. You got 140 characters. You can't what about text if, good morning. What about if I send you a bitmoji that says good morning? Does that work? Mm, no. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> a tough crowd, hey. brother Jay. This is a hey, tough crowd. No lie. No lie. Ronald. Don't you don't use me as an example because I'm a case you know. <laughs> Ronald. I had back before Chef Jeff. I told I told this girl, I said, do not ever text me GM. That is not I okay. Not. I just, oh, that, if you yeah, don't crazy. have a few extra seconds to type out good morning, good and do not bother to text me. That was my, but I made Oh, I can't stand it. I don't said don't, but that was my expectation on day one. HBD. I gave you a choice. Yo, Brother Jay, they sound like they want like full written letters. <laughs> on like Aaliyah, four page letters. They want no text message. They want the brother to send a stamp. Come <laughs> on, and close it with a kiss. And, oh and spray some of your cologne on it so I can smell yeah. it. Yeah. 
Or, or like yeah. old school where you write uh, the song, the class period, you know, the reason. Come on. So I was on one that's in letters like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but be different. I mean, if you want to send me a letter in the mail, I would be, I don't get mail very often unless it's a bill. So it would be nice to receive mm-hmm. something. <laughs> mail. Yes. Just don't just don't be lacking a job or insurance and For don't be example, lacking the D. <laughs> don't be lacking the D. <laughs> my birthday was in March. My boyfriend did not feel the need to get me a birthday card. And we had no, I want a birthday card. I don't care what you get me for a gift. I want a birthday card from you. It is You just told him that me. before you told him that before or after? Before. Any so he came up with a birthday card and it it was, it was actually really cute and but he see- met the need it was about meeting a need that's mm, it got it meeting a need so uh brother kev yeah, when bro. we talk to the men we're gonna talk about some of these needs we're gonna talk about because i ain't gonna lie man i, I want to <laughs> see i want to see like yo are, are we really out here in these streets meeting all the deeds or is people fronting <laughs> I think there's a lot of unspoken needs and it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. why didn't it work out? Oh, well, they weren't doing X, Y, and Z. Did you communicate that to them? No, they should have just known. They should have known. They should have sent that text message, good morning, on the 14th day. So what is mama died? So what what is mama (laughs) died? He was was MIA. He was on bereavement for four, five days. I don't care if he had the coronavirus or not. And on a ventilator. Not, give a damn me. if your phone died while you were on the ventilator. What was my text me? <laughs> Shit. What Look, you think I this mean, is? No lie. No lie. My I was uh my friend was having issues with his girlfriend and he and I uh he was talking to me and my husband about it. And he was like, Man, I mean what? It's like she want me to read her mind, like I'm supposed to just know what she wants. And my husband in the background, yes, that is exactly what needs to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. That you ain't need realistic, to... though. That it's, ain't realistic. We don't read your mind. I don't, have tarot, I don't have tarot cards on She's this. She's communicating <laughs> with him. She is saying what she needs. If he's it, listening not or saying. not, is on him. Because most of the time, and depending on how it's said, it might uh-huh. be something like, oh, you know, I just want to spend, I miss you. I just want to spend more time with you. And you say, like, yeah, you know, I just work, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get together soon. And then you don't do it or you don't take it seriously. That's telling her that. I, it may not be that he don't take it seriously. It may be that maybe he didn't pick up on the nuances that you're not being direct about. That or, part, or, or he's, he's not no, or he's just not pay, he's not paying attention to her. He's not paying attention to her and her need. Come on, Tiffany. How more direct does she need to be? Other than I want to spend more time with you. Ah, right, cool. but she didn't say that though. She didn't. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She did not say that. You 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 picked up the context clues, but that's not what she said. Chris, Chris, what did you not just say? She did not say that. You want me to run it back? You want me to run it back? Yeah. And I've been drinking tonight, and I caught that one. Said <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to Look, see you more. more time, I wanted to you see say, you more. Okay, we're gonna kick it soon, and then y'all don't. What else can be said? But like, soon is a relative term. Soon, like 
when is Jesus coming back? And the answer is soon. Soon. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> so if if you add real soon, right? So if real I say soon. soon and very soon. So if I say matter right, of fact, cool, he you, never left. He never leaves you or forsakes you. He's I'm done. So so if I say, all right, cool, we're gonna go to Cold Stone soon, and like you get dressed. Right, you get dressed sitting on the couch looking at me pissed. I'm like, what are you doing? You said we were going soon. I also know Jesus is coming soon, but we're not going to Coast Stone today. Like, so we're not using our words, right? We're getting pissed off because people can't pick up on our assumptions. I mean, heavy assumptions, yo. I, I missed the text on hey, brother Jay. I missed the text on the 14th day, man. My dog died. No, no remorse. No remorse, brother Jay. No remorse. Y'all, it, it's, it's challenging. It's, it's challenging. It's because C-word, challenging. <laughs> it, it is because, like we said, it's just the female mind that will just take it like, oh, so that means you don't want to spend time with me. So the question is then, I'm glad you said that, how can you unlearn some of those unhealthy and toxic behaviors and ways of thinking? Different experiences. Um intentionally putting yourselves in different or putting ourselves in different environments around different people um intentionally looking for different things i think whatever we focus our mind on is what we're going to see so if i set my intention on seeing something different i'm going to see something different amen it's all about the intentions or is it about the impact because no. intentions won't get you into intentions. heaven. Intentions. Intentions. Intentions won't get you into heaven. So, so what I'm do you just, mean intentions I, won't get you into heaven? Here's an example. Here's an example. If I'm stretching, right? I'm stretching and my hand is open and you're walking and I'm not paying attention to you. And my hand while I'm stretching slaps you in your face. The impact is that I slapped you in your face and it hurts. But my intention was never was to, ha- to hurt you, right? Does that take away the pain of the slap to the face? Yeah. It should. It takes away the pain of the slap to your face? If no. I say, girl. It hurts, but I get this terrible example. You, so you get it, right? But you're still not going to be upset that you got slapped in your face. You're going to be like, yeah. oh. I forgive you. It's okay. No, so, <laughs> no. I understand you didn't intentionally mean to hurt me. You didn't intentionally but, mean to hit me, but it happened. So we are going to talk about the fact that you just slapped me in my face. I didn't what? slap you. I didn't slap you. I was stretching and my hand just connected to your face. That wasn't a slap. I didn't intentionally do it. I get that. It still hurt. So the impact is more than the intention. My okay, thank you for coming. Drive, not, drive safely and good night. <laughs> There's a lot of, I, I think, this is my opinion. Good, I think. This yeah. is my opinion. I think that a lot of women, okay, let me say younger or less mature women, don't think that there's anything that needs to be unlearned or changed. Mm. And that is from my experience with some of my friends that still have a lot of those bad habits or negative, let me say negative instead of bad. 
I'm going yeah. to push again. I, I'm going to push again. Okay. That's something to push, man. Let's go. Push I'm your man. Your pusher. I'm your pusher. Young, young, young women become old women. Mm-hmm. That's why I said much. Did I say young, I said less mature. You young said women, young women become old women. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're unwilling, then yeah, they're still going to continue to be toxic. Yes. I think That's it goes said. back to just what we are learning as black women coming up. And again, if we don't, we're not learning how, how or what to love about ourselves it it start everything starts internally right and if we're not taught that we're not conditioned to put ourselves in those spaces then if we're conditioned to two toxic uh, environments or relationships or experiences that's all we're going to know so the only way to get out of that is to change our environment because they are emulating someone. You left out behavior with that. They're emulating someone in their environment. That you've adopted and adapted to a certain behavior. To that, so because that that behavior that that's based on their environment or whoever is right here in their ear that is telling them that this is okay, which is more than likely another toxic and less mature female, they're not seeing any need for change or any need to unlearn any of those behaviors. So the so first step is acknowledgement. Yeah. Yes, so they don't see it. They don't think that they are doing anything wrong. They think everything is the male. And that's how that's how we're raised as women, in my opinion. To say that I, it's all the man's fault and I'm it's I'm, always I'm, I'm in my food. household mm. and the women in my household and the women that I grew up around, it was always the male. So I grew up with this idea that I can do no wrong. I'm good, right? I got degrees. I'm successful. I can make it on my own. You know what I'm saying? I'm Gucci. You need me. So go ahead. Yes. Right. And so, Kevin, you, you, you've made a good point. You know, young women become old women. And if until you change your thinking, you're going to constantly recycle your experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the question then is, like, how does one go about unlearning this? Because a lot of times we keep people around us that are negatively reinforcing what we're they doing. They are. They are. Right? And an example would be, I, I, I'm not going to say names, but I'm probably going to get cussed out for this. Liking your friend's picture when you know they look trashy on Facebook. Okay. Okay, girl, you killing them. Are you killing it? Okay, no, so. You're killing me with that outfit. Okay. Yeah, you're killing me with that outfit, right? And so, like, 
just just thinking of like how who we keep around us because really you need to be around people that's gonna be like uh sis take that shit down mm-hmm. here's why yeah right right but but right we're going back to who you're around and we are conditioned by our environment like what how do you get to the point where you where you where you get into this vein of knowing that if I don't transform what was given to me, I will transfer what was given to me. Acknowledgement. I know that even if I don't know what it is that needs to be different, I know that something needs to be different. different. So I acknowledge that there is something that needs to be changed. Once I acknowledge that there's something that needs to be changed, then I can start, I think um, Sally said earlier on, I need to start changing my thoughts, changing what's in, what's going on in my mind, changing um, what I'm looking for, what I'm what I, what am I expecting? So when I start changing my thoughts, then I'm going to start looking for different things in in my experience, right? Then once I start looking for different things in my experience, then those are the things that's going to that I'm going to attract to myself. So it's a process. It starts small, but then once I start practicing that, then I can start changing the direction of where I'm going and what I'm looking for. And even taking ownership. Take ownership over some of the end results that have come. What was your part in it? Because because here's back to that toxicity where you have, girl, I mean, he did this, this, and this. I know, girl, he is so wrong for that. You need to go ahead and leave him. He wasn't no good for you anyway. Okay, but what did, what did you do? in all of this yeah they don't have and i can and i can say we don't have those conversations and the the people that i well i do now they don't want to hear it you know what i'm saying but we don't have those conversations it's like yeah god forget him you don't need him gone and and then so you have these females that feel like i'm gonna just keep doing exactly what i've been doing and wondering why I'm still getting the same outcome. I mean, ultimately at some point you're gonna get hurt and you're gonna have to sit back and reflect. Someone's gonna hurt you and you're gonna be like, oh dang. So what What did I do? How did we get to this point? What, what was my role? So it's not just acknowledging, something has to happen in order for you to decide that you wanna acknowledge. You're not just gonna one day wake up and be like, oh my gosh. I'm I'm toxic sometimes. No, you something had to happen for you to realize like you know what you need to sit back and you need to to reflect and reevaluate who you are as a person and how you're interacting with other people, not just men but people in general. And there is a blessing in every experience in every relationship with every person regardless if it was positive or negative, there is a blessing in it. So what can I take from it that was good, yeah. that worked to, to really improve myself for what I can do to be better the next time? You know, not so exactly. much focusing on what didn't work, but what did work. So what can I take that worked to Come make myself me. better the next time? Come on, say right. for me. And I'm gonna go out here and tell you one thing that really helped me in my transitional phase. 
it was probably about like new going into 2013, maybe 2014. And Ronald had this YouTube video and that was geared toward the, towards the new year. And it talked about leaving about, you know, the physics principle, no two items can occupy the same space at the same time. And leaving that emotional baggage, that luggage that you've been carrying around behind. And so at the same time, I was on my life, my growth period. And I was like, you know, that makes so much sense. If I'm harboring all of this negativity, mm -hmm then I can never get to the next level because I'm, I'm dragging so mm -hmm. much weight. I can't get there. There's no room. It, it is just, it's physically not going to work. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if I have good intentions or not. So we talked about, five, I started doing exactly what Tiffany said. I was like, let me see what was good about this. Instead of being so negative, that it didn't work out. What did I like about it? What characteristics or what things would I like to keep? What things do I need to change? And it changes your whole dynamic, but it takes a certain level of maturity to start looking at it in that way. Because, I mean, not a lot of women are going to tell you that you are in the wrong. But I started doing what I call like exit interviews almost like once the, mm. you know, the, the, the hurt or whatever that just didn't work out once that's died down. Like I pick up the phone and ask, you know, what worked for you? Okay. You know, what went right? And then I, I use that in the next. Okay. So he said, Tiffany was, uh, you know, mature in this area, or Tiffany was nurturing in this area. Oh, these are the good pieces. So I want to continue to take those because that's what's going to prosper. That's what's going to manifest, right? But I, so I'm going to take those pieces along in the next phase instead of focusing on what am I doing wrong or what did they do wrong. We want to take the good pieces with us along the way. All right. So, um, Final words. Final words on what women really want. That is so, such an easy question for me. Like, I want compassion. You know, it just depends on, like, what each individual woman needs. And from my experience, it's almost like, uh, or it's, there are men that will say, well, they can buy you the world, and that's wonderful. Or they can buy this. It's like men put so much focus on buying something like they can see something in terms of what the relevance is monetarily but when you're at certain places and certain levels and certain phases of your life i'd rather have a compassion do you understand me you know are you really relating to me do you really feel what i'm saying what i'm feeling are you that safe place for me and if the mm -hmm. answers to that is yes then i would rather have that over that Ruth Chris dinner or anything that has a high dollar value on it because of this place that I'm or that cold stones, you know, <laughs> but I would just rather have you understand what my need is and what, how I need you to be compassionate in certain areas of my life. Okay. 
Ashley? Um, I was just going to reiterate um, exactly what Tiffany said um, is, is spot on. Um, Summer Walker, her song, Girls Need Love, you ever looked at the the lyrics is exactly what we want. So I think it's a, a just a good recap of what I'm what my expectations are. And you know, we're all human. We're normal people. Um, we just is we're human. We just want love and compassion and understanding all that stuff. So and for some people, love looks different. Like you need to know your love languages for one. So for example, I might enjoy quality time over you buying me the latest, whatever. So you, you really need to know that about yourself and find that out about your mate, like communication, validation, or words of affirmation, or even acts of service. Somebody wants that more so than they want you to be all hugged up underneath them. So you just need to know how that other person is going to receive their that love you can't just give it the way that you want it and not know how they actually want to receive it i think expectations are very important and i'm a firm believer through the experience that others will do what you allow them to do and they will be at your levels of expectation. So if your level of expectation is very low, then they will be very comfortable. You know, if your levels of expectations are low, then they're going to stay right kind of, the man is going to stay kind of right down there for you. And my, my shift, you know, came from my pastor in which he told us to get very, very specific about the things that we wanted, not what we didn't want. Because as we talked about that E word earlier, when you say what you don't want, that's what you attract. So say what you do want. And as specific as you can get, and you will be surprised how that will start to chase you down. But you have to be ready for it. And that may be forgiving yourself, forgiving parents, loved ones, whatever it is, but you have to let go of the others that have played a part in X or whoever it may be, because as long as you're harboring that, then there's no room for that person to come in. Parting words, man. Thank you for allowing us to push in certain areas, pull some areas, but thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your vulnerability with some of the questions. But yeah, thank you for contributing to this conversation. And we hope that this conversation inspires not just women to have conversations, but men and women to continue to have conversations so we can get down to the real nitty gritty of what do women really want. Um, I think when we record uh, the men's version in a week or so, I think we have some pretty good context to drive the conversation. And what has resonated with me this evening, Brother Jay, is the pure fact that the devil is in, de in the details. Mm -hmm. And all, oftentimes they're not. We don't discuss the details for nothing. <laughs> and um, there's still a lot of room for misinterpretation 
because uh you know from the, from the brother's perspective man we don't read minds you know what i'm saying however i do understand like there are certain behaviors that women expect from men but a lot of times though if you if you go just give uh, some minor instructions or at least just say hey uh i missed i missed your text on the 14th day it would have made my day would have been better if I would have got your good morning text, but it was real shitty because I didn't. Like that would that would clear up a lot of stuff, brother Jay. A lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff in the e words and the d words and all the c words. Just put all the letters together, man, and use your nouns and adverbs and verbs and pronouns, and put together a sentence. That part. And then add, and then Brother Jay, then add two more sentences to it, you know. Oh. And then before you know it, you got a body of work that you could articulate from an eloquent perspective and say, yo, my feelings was hurt that you didn't send me that text on the 14th day. But as a result, you ain't lay it down last night, no way. So uh, <laughs> got to move on, brother. <laughs> got to move on. <laughs> got to move on. But I joke, but I joke, brother Jay. I joke and I say all to say, I say all that to say, yo, the devil's in the details, man, and there's still uh, a lot more room for just dialogue, as Tiffany stated earlier. So when we bring everybody together, man, for one big, for one big community gathering and a family meeting, you know, I think family meeting, family meeting. That's what we gonna call it, a family meeting, to really just discuss like, yo, how we how we go about building community. Uh, the best way that we can because I'll be honest man what, what I also learned tonight brother Jay you don't know what you don't know and you can't be what you don't see and you can't be what you don't see brother Jay and that's just what it is man you know but that D that D word that D word dialogue mm. very important very important but ladies we appreciate you uh, for our listeners the one thing I will say though uh, these Wonderful women are um, very, very active and strong supporters of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLG and Kev. Um, and we certainly appreciate all of the commentary that you provided us with this evening. And uh, we look forward to uh, the family meeting uh, in, due, in due time, man, in due time. So on that note, I'm KEV, that's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin, melanin evolution. evolution. Be light. Be light.